Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi guys, welcome back to High Priestess. I'm Erin. And I'm Persephone. And... Oh, I thought we were getting a hate comment, but we're not. <laughs> okay. Oh, Forget it. God. Just got a notification. I'm kind of living in fear. Um, Same. The incel army are... Of the men that are going to come and attack me. <laughs> it is real, though. It's like a bit too real. I'm happy we're growing, but with every comment, I mean, I get shivers down my spine. My butt cheeks are clenching. Yeah. I'm, I didn't expect to start the podcast like this, <laughs> but maybe we will. It's fucking real. Like, it's actually not a joke. Like, I completely get. I mean, I've always got it, but now... Now I really see why influencers are like, you need to put more um, restrictions Absolutely. on comments and holding people accountable for what they say because it's insane. So I've got a man coming to rape me tonight. I've got a man coming to shoot me in the head tomorrow. Yeah. I'm an absolute fucking joke. My parents hate me. We're fucking ugly. I need to go and die. Also, it's like, oh my God, people actually do hate women. I thought they didn't anymore. I didn't get the memo. People actually physically hate women. Yeah. If a woman says anything, there's 10 men. You're a fucking liar. Women don't get raped. They lie about it. Oh my my goodness. Well, it's bizarre to be attacked for saying that rape is bad. That's the bottom line, isn't it? If you read the post, the post that is doing ever so well. It's running a marathon as we speak. For each amazing reshare that that post gets, that's reaching kind of their 300 followers, three of which are their weird Mm. people in their class at school who are fucking incels, racist incels. I think the main problem that I'm having with it is that I'm constantly, like I try and get rid of it within kind of 10 seconds. And most of the time I do, unless they come in kind of overnight and then I wake up to them and I'm like, right, straight on my phone. Like Jack this morning was like, I literally, opened my eyes went straight to my phone to check and they were all there immediately screenshotted them me straight to animal crossing yeah literally and he was like you need to you need to have like five minutes yeah and i was like okay fine fine whatever put it down like blocked one but i knew there were more so so i blocked one put my phone down i was like yep fine okay two minutes later i was like i actually can't i don't know what you want me to do just sit here and stare in space while the time is ticking until i can get back and block them all because what bothers me is that i know our page isn't a safe space we're not advocates for any instagram page being a safe space for who like who was that for but i don't love that there are literally women who have been raped now having to see men be like yeah fuck you in the comments it's so gross i also feel bad that because you 
wake up earlier than me. So then you get, by the time I wake up, I'm like, oh, what a lovely morning. Everything spick and span. Little do I know, Erin has spent the entire morning. I've been up cleaning all night. Yeah, I'm like, wow, God, we just got so much love overnight. Like so stunning, yeah. what a stunning space we've created. Little do I know, Erin's been like clearing yeah. it up, like tidy it before she wakes up, like tidy it before she sees it. And you've gone through a big nightmare. There's a lot. I My, my camera roll is full. I know, there was one morning where I saw it and I thought these people need to get away from my fucking page you know what's a shame actually last night was the first time I had to do this someone had liked this girl had liked one of their comments one of the men's comments mm-hmm. like attacking women and I clicked on her because I was looking I blocked him and then I was looking to see who because when you block them it deletes the comment too so it's all nice for you guys when you see it two in one <laughs> yeah exactly kill two birds with one stone exactly and so I clicked to see who had liked it so I'm gonna get rid of him as well fuck that and then I clicked and it was a woman and she follows us and I was like well you're blocked as well lady you don't you're not you don't get to be here why I don't want you here well completely harassing my girls absolutely not get out of town I think that's the thing it's like actually you don't get this access to this incredible platform for free and you're gonna come in and say sorry but we don't believe any women that have been sexually assaulted then you can fucking leave I just don't love that you lot are participating so sweetly in something that I think is so pure and then lo and behold the men are out to get you yeah so anyway good morning, good morning everyone? everyone rise and shine <laughs> it's a lovely day on over at Ikamarama and Laputa we're having great days exactly yeah but also maybe you should announce on the podcast your gifts because we got in big trouble oh yeah we got in trouble because we didn't announce what the po- the big present was that I, that I got over straight from Erin on she came over to Laputa gave me a present um, and it was we put it on the story so you may have already seen it it was an incredible sort of fortune telling tarot set and it was so stunning it's in my house it's right next to my incense oh your incense also gifted by me with a kind of fridge and a mixer (laughs) also erin yeah she says oh i've got one special gift for you turns out like (laughs) 10 it was honestly she came with a rucksack full of gifts (laughs) just dumped out my pockets and your entrance (laughs) honestly my house is just filled with gifts that erin gave me it looks good the island's coming along well thanks for being here anyway guys thanks we're going to talk about body image today um something i wanted to start off by talking about Mm -hmm. oh my god this morning i was listening to i mean it's definitely something that everyone else has already heard of and i'd I'd never found it before um it's a podcast called oh let me just check (laughs) just start my podcast by recommending somebody else's podcast (laughs) um it's called black gals living so good like i actually fell in love oh wow okay i have to listen it was just i love their dynamic and one of them, I literally don't even know their names. I literally just found them this morning. So I'm so sorry. Let me find their names. Jazz and Vic. And one of them, I don't know which one because I don't know them yet, but I'm already in love. One of them said, blah, 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 something is Nang. And I was like, oh my <laughs> God, you didn't just say Nang. Like I'm obsessed. Like, I haven't heard that word in like a decade. Love it. You should go and listen. 100%. They're really funny. Great recommendation. Love a recommendation. Love to divert our traffic somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Within the first five minutes. It's like, <laughs> oh, you were here? No, you should probably go somewhere else. Um, But... I was listening to an episode where they were talking about blackfishing and something really interesting that they were kind of touching on was Kylie Jenner, just kind of like the standards of body image, et cetera, et cetera. 
along with blackfishing. They were saying how interesting that when Kylie Jenner, did you remember this? When she um, like got her lip fillers dissolved or whatever. And they were saying like, you can see it moving away from the current Instagram body that we have at the moment, which obviously is massively commodifying black bodies, black women, um, which is then um, validated by the eyes and desire of black men amplified by the pockets and the financial security of the white men and then further confirmed by the participation and like never-ending doom of all women who comply with it and they made a really interesting point about well one of them had a theory that we're going to move away from the instagram body and move into a more natural looking body as in we're going to move away from i think they said man-made um and that that is gonna die out over the next two years was their theory i thought that would be quite interesting Wow. Yeah, by 2022, your BBL is going to be extracted. I don't know how you can get rid of it. I'm assuming it gets extracted. I don't know. Do they cut it out? I don't know. I have no idea. I'll phone my plastic surgeon. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I rem- just I remember thinking back when Kylie Jenner got her lip fillers dissolved, like, oh, this could be quite a moment. Because if she would have done that for like six months, 100%, we move on to something else. Do you get what I mean? Like, people would have dissolved their lip fillers, for sure. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that even Kylie Jenner, I actually really genuinely believe, doesn't understand the um, the weight that she has and that she sets... It's not just about her. She's such a trendsetter. It's like, no, she really largely informs what the rest of the world does. Or what they see as attractive, see it as the ideal. Well, in the way that she said, who would even use Snapchat anymore? And their stocks like collapsed. Yeah, that's crazy. You have the power to not only dissolve your lip fillers, but literally dissolve tech, like a huge tech company. The economy. How insane. I thought that was a really interesting convo they were having. And it was kind of something that I was definitely thinking we were going to bring up in this episode anyway. Absolutely love it. I guess, I mean, influencers are 100% coming up. Instagram, fucking social media, classic, classic, classic. It's just classic chat, guys. It's all going to come up. Can I bring up a point that one of you had, and actually quite a few of you were kind of echoing it, but I thought, I mean, there was like, of the ones that I saw, there were so many people saying this same thing, which I thought was, I would have thought was quite niche, quite a niche experience, but it's. It, I thought it was really interesting how many people could relate. My dad calling me fat and ugly growing up shaped me into having low body image. Parents came up a lot. I thought it was specifically interesting. Someone else said, my dad once said to me, there's no middle with you. You're always too fat or too thin. And it stuck. Loads of people saying, my dad always used to comment on my weight. My dad used to say this about me. My dad said that. It's like, what the fuck? So interesting from the dad. Yeah, so interesting from the dad. Because often a common thing that we received was um, kind of mothers passing that on to the daughter. And I think that makes sense. Which I definitely think we should talk about as well. Absolutely. Because that that makes sense. Because women have internalised a load of shit about their own bodies. And of course, they see a younger version of themselves. And they're kind of almost trying to protect them from growing up with a non-ideal body. But also, they're pushing on essentially eating disorders and like diet culture Mm. onto their child. So it's so interesting from the dad. Well, why are people's dads commenting on their body? Because female bodies are sexualised. And I wonder if there's almost a part of it of like, your family being respectable. So in the same way, they want their son to be like a doctor yeah they want their daughter to be beautiful yeah they want their daughter to be beautiful quote unquote beautiful i also think there's something specific about often a daughter's desire to please her dad 
Oh my God, totally. Yeah. And impress their dad and like, and make their dad proud and like do enough for their dad. Because I think women grow up to put a man's opinion on a pedestal. Yeah. And maybe the purest form of that is your dad's opinion. Yeah, because just male approval is seen as the highest approval. If we could get a big CEO man to put a stamp on the higher priestesses, this is worthy, Mm. then amazing. It definitely is then. But when it's just two girls thinking this is cool or a girl about her own body thinking okay i'm happy with this until the the big man of the family comes and says yeah you look good it's not confirmed yet it's not canon yeah completely completely that um it's the same thing as one direction not being no one's taken seriously if it's a big group of girls who are backing them but in the same way i mean i have my own family dynamics but i would 100 percent want my dad's verdict over my mum's i mean that i just (laughs) it's a long story but I definitely have had from a I definitely have had since I was a child a way stronger desire to please my dad. It's definitely more specific, isn't it? Because your mum's approval is almost just my mum's approval is almost just an extension of myself. Like she kind of would approve she would approve of the things I would approve of usually. Mm. But my dad is kind of like it comes from a different angle. It comes from almost like it does almost seem more authoritative. It comes from the man it comes from a male's angle. Yeah. So I, I think it really is that simple. Obviously everyone has their own relationship with their parents. I mean I think my dad oh I'm not getting into it, but <laughs> my mum I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily trust her judgment as much on things anyway. <laughs> I'll leave it there. But I definitely have always craved my dad's approval about everything. Uh, Maybe actually not so much about my looks, but definitely about like my intelligence and my work and the things that I produce. Your worth, essentially. How much you are worth. I mean, maybe I was just lucky to never have my dad fucking comment on my body. Yeah, it's a really specific thing that it's kind of breeding within you. Like your opinion of your body after that is going to be seen as a performance for the male gaze. It can't not be. If your dad feels that he can comment in a kind of, not in a, Mm. we're worried about you sort of way, which (laughs) it's masked as that. Yeah. Often I've seen that kind of, we're worried about you. Yeah. It's that kind of discourse of like, we're concerned. We're just raising this almost like an intervention um, that's just masked as we want you smaller, smaller, less, less, like just be more makeup, just hide yourself more, be less, speak less, be thinner. Don't embarrass me. Yeah, don't don't mortify me, please, you fucking idiot. But if it's coming from your dad in that way, there is a really specific thing of like, then I know that my body is a performance for the male gaze. It cannot exist for me if this man, mm. who I'm supposed to respect, is commenting on it. In that entitlement to female bodies, there's just a male entitlement to women's bodies. And I'm sure he's no George Clooney. George Clooney's funny. I'm sh- I mean, dad bod, where does that come from? Like, I'm sure he's, I mean, no, I'm sure your dads are all lovely young men. Well, but I'm sure they're not the fucking no. hot stuff. George Clooney is a funny one. Like I haven't thought about um, George Clooney in quite a while. <laughs> I don't think about him often. <laughs> George Clooney. <laughs> I, I don't think I've thought about him since like Gravity with Sandra Bullock. Oh my God, yeah, yeah with Sandra Bullock. Where he kind of dies at the beginning, spoiler, and then never to be seen again, I think. He's just sort of like, what? Oh, but they, I bet they sold it as a George Clooney film. Yeah, they do. And he just kind of floats into space. <laughs> it's like, 
but the, literally the opening scene is him flowing away into the distance like fucking yeah. Aunt Marge. It's so strange. He's just like going. He's like talking. Like, I'm going out to space now, Sandra. It's like, <laughs> I don't get this movie. She's like, sorry, you're going to have to carry the film from here, Sandra. She's like, shit, I needed a white male to sell this film. It's like, now it's a woman's movie. Fuck, no one's going to watch it. Shit. Take it away. Oh, I'm taking it away. Yeah. <laughs> so take it away, Oni. I feel like I'm fucking chit-chat, shit-chat. Like, I don't stop talking <laughs> shit. This is just a shit-talking podcast now, I think. So body image, body image, body image. What body we... image, schmoddy image. You can tell we've just had a five-minute break. Body image, schmoddy image. <laughs> this is what happens when we take a break. We're like, we come back. I'm like, I've got something to say. And I come back with body image, schmoddy image. <laughs> Useless. Um, so... But I want to kind of talk about body neutrality and body positivity because that's a big topic. And I actually have many thoughts on this because we did have an episode on body image before the OG listeners will remember, will recall. You may have noticed it is now nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen. I'm sorry, guys. The pilot season has been cut. It's been cancelled. Pilot season is over party. Cancel culture is real and we've cancelled the first season. But you've got this amazing Mm -hmm. season and we're going to keep it going um so we did speak in depth about our own histories with body image so if you're an og listener you will remember but i was talking a bit i remember about the complications that i feel personally with like body positivity and body neutrality and how i think we should all strive for body neutrality which i completely think we should i was almost thinking about it before we started recording about what it's so fucking arbitrary that we should feel pressured to feel positive about our bodies when it's like i would never have like brain positivity like i feel so positive about my brain if you think that you do feel positive about your brain though and so do i absolutely but i don't feel any pressure to feel to feel actively positive about my brain like i if i feel stupid that's it if i feel like i feel ugly that should just be it it shouldn't be i i feel body negative as a whole like it should just be it changes on a daily basis it's like a fluid relationship Mm-hmm. i was just gonna say the stat for how many of them oh, said yeah, that their body image stats. changed yeah, I love it. so 77 percent of you said that your body image is changing only 23 percent said that their body image was stable yeah i think if it is stable i mean i hate that for you oh i don't why do you hate it imagine if it's stably bad oh yeah that wasn't what i imagined <laughs> Yeah, okay, well, that's not good, is it? I'm like, well, that's rock bottom. Yeah, that's not good. Stably bad. Obviously, if you want it to be stable, good. But also, I think everything is changing and it's really unrealistic to be like, my relationship with anything is just purely unchanging. Can you name anything in your in your life experience that your, your relationship with is stable? <laughs> Can I name one element that's stable? Is there anything in our lives that's stable? I wouldn't want anything to be stable. And by stable, I mean unchanging. My relationship with my dog is unst- is like very stable. Like I I know he's there every day, but then also it's like he's gonna die one day. Touch all the wood in the world. He's. I was gonna say I didn't I didn't want to say it, but when Otto dies, well maybe then it's more about is your relationship with your body more stable or more unstable? Healthy or unhealthy, almost. Yeah. With a healthy amount of change. Wait, can you name anything in your life that you think is stable? No, not really. I guess. Are we mad? (laughs) Are we depressed? We got nuts. I'm literally looking around my room like, is my plant stable? (laughs) This that's what I came out. Then I came out with my hair. I was like, what do I have? Literally. Well, some things are stable though. Some things are more stable than changing. 
Yeah. Like, for example, my experience of my brain. Is stable rather than changing. I constantly, um, it's always one of my favourite things about me. Absolutely, but I think it's... Uh, her mind. Yeah, honestly, uh, her mind. But this is the thing, it's one of my things that I have always felt positive, brain po- brain positivity, let's get it trending. That's really strange. <laughs> brain positive. Who are we? <laughs> I know, what the hell? But there's nothing about me that's changed more than the development within my thought. I can't do this today, Sophie, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Should we cancel the podcast? Wait, so nothing, hang on, let me get this straight. Nothing has changed more. Yeah than the development than within my brain yet it is one of the most stable relationships in that it's right i've always felt positive hashtag brain positivity about my brain <laughs> but it, that's because the trajectory is quite linear but also the ridiculousness of i've thought about my brain my brain is the thinking thing we are bizarre it's literally just like what but then i think that's because um our we've been lucky enough to have a good starting point at kind of three like brain development like as a babies and then uh you can't see me but i'm doing almost quite a nazi salute <laughs> with my arm to show the trajectory an upwards motion exactly uh, almost on a graph an upwards graph yeah of our of our minds but that's still stable even though it's it's changing because it's developing it's still it's still stable do you get what i mean it's not irrational yeah true it's stable growth it's compound interest you get more every time yeah yeah so maybe it's not so much about changing well initially i wanted to put unstable i guess then stable can be moving but then it's not like volatile as in it so do you have a volatile relationship with your body oh what was i talking about body neutrality yeah god tangent city yeah so i feel like with body positivity it's almost easier to get to with an objectified body under the male gaze it's almost easier to get to body positivity and flip your mindset and still see yourself as like an objectified being under patriarchy and be like okay now i don't hate my body but i love my body rather than remove all sense of objectification and suddenly be neutral as if it's your brain as if it's nothing physical it's just like it's i'm just neutral with it i thought that is such a difficult place to get to oh so you think it's easier to get to like kind of a mindless positivity because i think there are symbols of positivity i.e lizzo i would see as a symbol of body positivity of flipping the ideal of what's of um of what's desirable and showing like positivity about her body whereas body neutrality there can be no symbol of it because it's just viewing it as if it is not objectified it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from moonpig Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's kind of Lady Gaga in a meat dress. Go on. It's kind of Lady Gaga in a meat dress. I've got nothing else to say. <laughs> meat dress. Lady Remember Gaga. That? 2009. Meat dress. Meat dress meat. Um, Lady. <laughs> do you think... Do you get what I mean? I don't know what you mean. Go on, expand. Okay, let me get to it as well. We can do this together. Let's let's see what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, I start a sentence and I don't know where it's going to go. If body positivity is Lizzo in her little bodysuit performing and being a body that doesn't fit into what largely capitalism deems as conventionally attractive, quote unquote. But still objectified as well like still under still sexualized yeah it's different because it's still objectified but objectified almost in the art world when lady gaga turns up with a meat dress it's still an expression of something it's not necessarily an expression of sexuality but it's still using her body um to fit into some sphere in the world to gain recognition from something yeah, I like it. So it's in between. So it's not body neutrality. But does body neutrality have to be... Uh, there's something about body neutrality that I don't love because it's almost like, yeah, I am here in this vessel and I don't really want to ignore that. Well, I am not um, a practiser, I guess, of body neutrality. I almost see that that would be incredibly hard to reach. I do know some people that I would say are like ne- very neutral with their bodies. I think it was in the other episode that we did on body image, which is now gone. You said that there was someone in your life that you think is really um neutral about their bodies and and they came back to you and said i think you just think that because i'm not conventionally attractive and i don't put a push on being conventionally attractive or whatever still even body neutrality me saying lady gaga's meat dress is because i don't think it's a sexy thing to do to turn up in a dress made of meat yeah hashtag vegan life yeah and it's the same thing of being like oh my god you're so confident about your body like you're so brave wearing those shorts absolutely to a fat girl or being like oh my god you're you just like don't care about your body you're so like body neutrality when it's just like the fuck i didn't know i was ready to say yeah, that totally yeah i completely agree so i would view this person as very body neutral because almost there has been an emphasis on i don't give a fuck i don't give a fucking fuck what i do still um that that person in a way fits into the lady gaga thing of trying to totally. avert the main stream because they're very artsy is the artsy vibe. yeah it's like an artlet so in a way it's still objectified and still in a way performative it's not sexualizing yourself for conventional the conventional like gaze of mainstream media but it's kind of sexualizing yourself for the art world which is a different form of gaze it's just like you are now yeah and it's like oh it's not the male gaze for all the boys that follow you on instagram it's the male gaze for the men in suits who are going to be taking off your artwork absolutely so are you would you work on more body neutrality i think in a utopian society there would be body neutrality as in that means there is no emphasis politically and like socially on how your body looks it is just purely your vessel to move through the world in the same way that your eyes are just vessels to see through but this is the thing i think you can have your own relationship but i think the relationship in society in society is quite toxic of it's all based on performance and being smaller smaller all of that stuff but personally but personally i would be more inclined to label myself towards body positive because I think that's kind of an easier switch for if you've grown up feeling kind of shame and guilt around your body to flip towards 
um, a different form of object- objectification which allows some empowerment one where you benefit yeah rather than flip towards a neutral stage which almost seems like how can you remove yourself from the male gaze when we are we only exist as that yeah it's almost kind of um don't hate the player hate the game exactly yeah just flip the game yeah yeah so it's kind of like well this is the situation you've been dealt you can either capitalize on it too and try and exploit the oppressors and kind of um benefit from your own objectification or reject it and what do you get then well i think body neutrality would allow if you can get there god surely that's the happiest place you can be with your body i I, something about it i'm not sold on it as in you wouldn't want to feel it's very unthinking though very unselfconscious i wouldn't want to feel neutral about my about about anything but i think i'm kind of a I think I'm kind of... I think I have a problem with neutrality. I was going to say, we're not very neutral people. Yeah. Especially something like my body, which is literally how I experience the world, is the only tangible thing I have about me ever. Literally the only thing that I own. Jack! Jack! Sorry, he's singing. That's that's getting cut. That's going to absolutely rip your ear holes out. Sorry. That's going, <laughs> that's going at the front. That's going at the top of the bottom at the very beginning. It goes, Jack, Jack, shut the fuck up. He just texts me, sorry. Trying to think of an idea. Does that mean you have to sing? It just happens. Okay. Yeah, I think I... It, this is the only... This is the only thing I will ever have. My physical body, my skin. If I can't, like, I'm going to try and... Do you really want to be neutral about your only thing? Yeah, do I want to be neutral about that? I'm not trying to be a neutral. I'm trying to be, like, fucking in sixth gear my whole life. Like, it's not really... It's the only thing that I have physically. I'm going to try and rinse it for what it's worth, yeah. I think the thing with body neutrality, though, is the argument is that by being neutral and unselfconscious about your body, it allows you to be in sixth gear, is in it allows you to be focusing on the real things rather than focusing on how you look and how you perform in the world Mm. as a woman it allows you to be being the fucking ceo okay so something i think this largely fits into then something i asked on the podcast was about how often you think about your body and how often body image is on your mind so i think maybe that's what this is as well with body neutrality is kind of the absence of consciousness of your body yeah i think it is that it's just not not always having a microscope like having a feeling as if there's like a fucking magnifying glass to your body the whole time of like okay i need to change this need to change this or or even like being unaware of how you show up in space i feel like with any kind of eating disorder or body dysmorphia you're constantly aware of how you are showing up like how you appear and when you get rid of that it's just like okay now you're free yeah or you can flip it to body positivity where you think that you look amazing in the space so you can there are the kind of which one is more empowering one you're working with in patriarchy I think the two are not mutually exclusive then. I think you can be body positive and that can fit into your body neutrality. As in, you are neutral about your body because, I mean, someone said they think about their body 80% of their day. Wow, okay, yeah. And so I think, yeah, and so I think body positivity for some people can be actually your body ne- your body neutral. Mm. You have a lot of neutrality about your body. You're not forced to think about it all the time. And then you can be body positive. But actually, maybe that only works for people like us who largely fit into society, largely fit into society's ideal of what a body should look like, small, white, young girls. Then I think... 
that's the issue too because body positivity really isn't for you and I. Exactly. It's somebody else's movement. And what, I want to run around saying, oh my God, the only thing I have that's tangible is my body and I love it. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. It's like, of course we do. Yeah, like no one told you not to love it. Oh, but they did though. They did. Oh yeah, every waking moment of every day, but they told us the least of it kind of thing. The body positivity that's available to white women and the body positivity that's available to black women or trans women. And fat women versus skinny women. It's huge. Like it's a completely different form of language that's used. Because whilst there's the encouraging women to be smaller, 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 there is the language of just like complete shame. It is a shame that, (laughs) I mean, it's more than a shame. Every movement started by a black woman is completely um, eclipsed by a single white woman who wanted to like show off for a bit, even if she had good intentions. So how do you think then people like us can interact with a movement like the body positivity movement i think it's about accepting the fact that if you think that oppression exists on levels it's about accepting that you are not the most oppressed here because you're a size 12 and you want to be a size 10 that is not um cannot even compare to the oppression faced by a black woman that operates in the world and her body is seen as othered and um dangerous and not allowed in certain spaces and the world still largely is built for you like chairs are built for you machines are built for you instruments are built for you yeah a book that i recommended in the other body body image episode is hunger by roxanne gay that you need to read if you haven't if you i mean we talk about roxanne gay so much she's so so great beyond beyond words but um hunger is about her she's a black woman and it's about her relationship with obesity it's so complex and so beautifully written and just explains i read a quote in the other one about oprah i remember um about weight um oprah talking about weight watchers or ww as she's renamed it yeah yeah it's just like isn't that it's bad it's bad news should we explain that quickly so weight watchers everybody knows weight watchers i assume it's kind of a like slimming world kind of essentially cult diet program diet program where women are and women and men but predominantly marketed at women are encouraged to like go on extreme diet like eating plans um to lose weight essentially and oprah bought weight watchers and rebranded it as ww to kind of it's not about weight anymore it's about health and it's about living your best life it's the push towards wellness yeah it's kind of a wellness oprah kind of fit it's oprah's brand it's kind of i'm growing my vegetables in my garden and i am glowing and i'm oprah and i'm amazing beautiful but it's still um pushing this horrific message of women be smaller take up less space um starve yourselves so I've just found this quote from Roxanne Gay because I realise it's quite ridiculous for me to be saying, in the other episode, I talk about this quote, but it's like, actually, that episode's gone and we've got many more listeners now. <laughs> Doesn't exist. So this is the quote that I read in the last episode um, about Oprah and WW. Um, so Roxanne Gay writes, in yet another commercial, Oprah somberly says, inside every overweight woman is a woman she knows she can be. This is a popular notion, the idea that the fat among us are carrying a thin woman inside. Each time I see this particular commercial, I think I ate that thin woman and she was delicious but unsatisfying. And then I think about how fucked up it is to promote that idea that our truest selves are thin women hiding in our fat bodies like imposters, usurpers, illegitimates stunning chef's kiss like beyond amazing chef's fucking kiss honestly i just think that idea that women 
you do know if you just did all of these ridiculous steps, you could be like this woman. And it's like, what is this idea that we're not whole? Also, the peakest part, I think, is that you're the fat girl, all your friends love you. You lose that weight and you get to your real skinny self, all your friends are going to fucking hate you now. Genuinely. Yeah, exactly. We liked you better when you were insecure, you little motherfucker. (laughs) And you're still you. You still have all the same problems. You can't place happiness and success on some otherworldly goal and achievement that you think, oh, once I'm a size 10, I'll be happy. Once I'm a size 8, I'll be happy. Once I have this, I'll be happy. You will never be happy until you're happy with yourself, who you are. Getting quite preachy now. Do you know what this is? This is just to make it even (laughs) fucking more cheesy and worse. Um, It's literally Dumbledore Mm. saying, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live and forget to live it literally fucking doesn't and i know i just fucking quoted harry potter harry 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 it literally is fucking true you cannot have this figment fucking phantom of an idea that you're chasing um and forget that you're still going to be you inside that body you can't run away you can't lose weight your way out of your problems you're still gonna hate yourself everybody's done that as well put your happiness in well once i've got this i'll be happy and then you get it and you're happy for kind of six hours and then you're like right on to the next thing what next i actually just gonna get super personal Mm. um but i remember speaking to my therapist about this and i remember saying but yeah i'm coming from a privileged thin position here um but i'm just gonna say something that i said to my therapist i remember saying when i'm thin ridiculous when i'm thin I will be so happy. I just need to be thin, then then I'm done. And my therapist was like, will you though? What will you be when you are quote unquote thin? What will you be? And I was like, I'll be, I'll be thin. And she's like, yeah, but what does that mean? I was like, oh, but then I'll be happy and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, you won't. You'll be thin. Like that, when you lose weight, you will be thin. That's it. You got there. What do you want now? Oh, well, now I want this. Now I want that as well now. It's true. It's just like you, then you just want everything else. There's no, the target is just, ever moving so it's bullshit guys constant search for gratification from some thing that is never really about who you are yeah it's nothing to do with you and the dream of being thin is not your dream it's a dream that just someone else gave to you someone else wrote that fucking script before you were born it was already written in you that you're gonna want to be look like a little child you're gonna hate yourself so what we're just gonna sit around and hate ourselves or we're actually gonna try and figure it out oh okay so one thing i found really interesting (laughs) which i cunningly asked you (laughs) so i said your friends bodies are better than yours yes or no 60 simpler 66 percent of you said yes my friends bodies are better than my own i thought this was so interesting that you asked this (laughs) <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I asked if I woke up and I had my best friend's body instead of my own I would be and only 46% of you said happier it was pretty neck and neck for a bit so 54% of you said that you'd be unhappy still 46% of you said you'd be happier if you woke up with your best friend's body shall we discuss I would love to discuss that it's a fascinating like way of asking that really because my friends bodies are better than mine you go no they're not blah blah blah, click but also when you say i would be happy or you can go yeah yeah they are everyone's bodies are better than mine but when you made it so personal of your best friend it's like everyone's picturing a person right now it kind of flips the whole concept on its head it's like oh my god what we're switching three two one body switch it's like what's happening meanwhile you also told me that 79 percent of you notice and analyze other parts of other people's bodies you're all aware yeah. of your best friend's body. You're all aware of a stranger's body even. And her body is 
available for your analysis. Would I rather have that? No, I wouldn't rather have that bit of her. But maybe I'd have her boobs. It's like, what is that? Like, why are we so fragmented in our own understanding of like ourselves and our genuine best friends like our loved ones we're like her body mm, no next her body yeah i'll take it it's like what world is this kind of oh what was that fucking film disney channel original movie robot girl pixel perfect pixel perfect pixel perfect yeah 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 i remember it and he who was that guy i have no idea kind of chad michael murray kind of a classic guy he's kind of malcolm in the middle guy let me just google it it's defo like a makeup brand now (laughs) it's like the new tamagotchi oh my god he's a stud oh he was phil of the future oh when i said he was a stud i i wasn't concentrating Anyway, <laughs> look, we were 15. We were younger than 15. In Pixel Perfect, not even. We were like 10, right? Yeah, literally way younger. <laughs> um, in Pixel Perfect, this I think it's the guy uh, creates the girl of his dreams by taking like Angelina Jolie's fucking eyebrow bone and fucking yeah. Christina Aguilera's shoulders and all of this and, and create and kind of the girl from school's little ears. Ultimate male gaze. I can't believe this existed. How crazy is that for a Disney Channel movie? But it's like, the, it just shows that we just don't... You know what it is? Early 2000s. But it, yeah, literally. And it just shows that we don't view women as whole beings we're not like whole we're mm. not complete i can chop you up so easily in my mind yeah it's like oh i want her eyes and her f- i'll take her bum it's like no no but that's like me like it's so fragmented it's so weird so bizarre it's also just like and who do you think you are to analyze the fact that i have ears eyes and mouth and nose and that you get to decide which ones you like and which ones you don't and you're gonna cut me apart and create a fucking frankenstein's monster no fucking way and for who you'll still be miserable yeah no fuck that no way that's so bizarre it's crazy this is just something that just came to me um me and my friend were having a conversation this was like years ago but she was saying that she used to do this thing um where she used to think if i could this is probably she was thinking this and i think we've some of us probably had similar thoughts i think it was probably quite a bizarre thing that we've a lot of us have thought that if you had a button when you were like sort of 10 years old and you could switch to any body suddenly you're gonna press the button the button and you get a new body but you don't know who it's gonna be like it's just you get a new body and i remember my friend saying that she would press the button she would switch her body because she would think that's like next level self-hatred but she would do it because she would think well i might get vanessa hudgens (laughs) <laughs> well it's kind of anything else is better than me so I'll yeah but it's kind it. of the in the come on well you may as well just die now then but how sad we've done that to 10 year olds we've done that to 10 year old girls just anyone but me press that button well so i always think now and this is i think largely the problem is that i think now the dis there's a disconnect because so me with my consciousness i'll literally say to jack i know i look good and i know if i looked any other way i'd be unhappy about it because i know i've got really really lucky with the hand that i've been dealt in the way that that hand so proportionally fits with what society would want me to be. And yet, when I look around the room, i.e. when I look at you listening, and I know that you wouldn't say the same about yourself, even though chances are it's true because I've seen you in your fucking profile pictures and all your little posts with your little cheersing and you just got your degree and all of that. I know who Wait, you are. you're really you. stalking them. What are you doing? I look at them. <laughs> And I know that you, same as me, fit into what society wants you to look like. I think it's just so important that somebody like me acknowledges the reality 
and the privilege of that reality because the longer I ignore what everyone's been saying my whole life in order to be like quote-unquote humble or self-deprecating the longer I do a disservice to other women by not acknowledging the privilege that I have you literally can't scream oppression and suffering when really you are the oppressor the people like me who will hijack the body positivity movement and be like, no, like, I'm just like perfect. I'm just like not perfect too. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, we're all the same. Blah, blah, blah. The glossier girl. Yeah, glossier girl. Yeah. When the actual Roxanne gays of the world then don't have the space to run their own movement and have it be taken seriously. Because all of those jobs and those campaigns that were running under the pseudonym of body positivity now get kind of the white girl who took a picture of them slouching with two rolls on their stomach and then them posed with a perfect, quote unquote, perfect bod. When it should have been the fat, black, women that we don't see anywhere near beauty campaigns, fashion campaigns, etc. I think the sooner we can get a grip on what we look like, which is why I think everyone is dysmorphic, to be honest, I think the sooner we can get a grip on the realities of what we look like and how much and how far we can or cannot fit into what society wanted, then we can understand where the body positivity movement and what that needs to actually um, alleviate these women of their oppression. Because how really, how useful is it for me to be like, when I was younger, I didn't like my uh, fucking elbows. Meanwhile, Roxanne Gay can't fit on a fucking plane has to get a seatbelt extender like it's like the world is not made the world is still set up for you but then it's made for us and we're saying thing is though like i just really don't like my um like my eyebrows aren't a good shape it's like oh look well it's like all right we'll give it 10 years and they will be (laughs) genuinely yeah because the phases are constantly changing oh my god there's an amazing book called beyond beautiful by anushka reese and i I'm obsessed with it and I love her. And also the beauty myth. Yes, Naomi Klein, yeah. Which open up so kind of so clearly, so glaringly obvious how beauty standards change so much. And if you don't fit into them now, you kind of would have in like 1895 and you would do in kind of 50 years time and all of it is vapid. I 100% think the beauty myth, if you haven't read that, it does, the whole thing about it changing is so interesting because it's like this ideal, it it was made and marketed by white men directly for you, knowing that you would pay to look like it but it's changed throughout history so many times if you think um fucking there are places it feels unbelievable that there are places in the world where saggy boobs are seen as the ideal you want big Mm. flopping saggy boobs that is what you want it feels almost laughable but that's because we have been so mar we've just literally been indoctrinated with marketing towards prepubescent children that's like small perky boobs maybe big perky boobs but they must be high youthful that is will keep our women essentially young and dumb because women can't get over the age of 31 let's just keep them basically as stupid as possible because they're as young as possible and uneducated let's just keep them children keep them children wax every hair off them keep them tiny yeah there are places that exist now and there have been periods in time where things that we would consider ugly were seen as the ideal and if you were born then you'd be fucking fighting for that you'd be like let me let me fucking um put on as much weight as possible so i look wealthy and I look like I can afford to eat. It's the same thing. The goalpost of success and happiness is constantly changing. It's, it's literally not a tangent. It's not a real thing. It just so happens that you've been born in a time when looking like you don't eat is the fashion. 
And also, even within the ideal, it's a massive contradiction because there really is no one perfect body in that not all men... Don't tell me those words. Scarring what words. What fits the male gaze. Oh my God, yeah, not all men. Um, but yeah, not all men are unanimous in their vote for what fits with the male gaze. Even if you are, quote unquote, the perfect body, well, someone else has the quote unquote perfect body and they look completely opposite and they func- they're functioning right now at the same time. There, there are a million ideals of beauty running right now and you probably fit into some of them and you probably don't fit into loads of them, whatever. It's, you're, never, you're never going to be w- what you want because you've, you've already been born, sorry. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Like, we already picked, we, they've already sat in the fucking creator sim and made you and they didn't put the sliders where you wanted them. Sorry about it. Like you can do what you want with custom content. You can do what you want with your fucking clothes and your look, but you are who you are. This is why I think body neutrality is so kind of um revolutionary as an idea at this time though because it's with body positivity it's this kind of um be happy with who you are be happy with this stuff and there just is no pressure with that if you think of your body as something so neutral there's no pressure and i think this pressure to be like be happy with your body be happy with your body is like why like why is there this pressure to be happy actively happy and amazed Mm. with your body almost like how i would think about kind of my fingernails i have very little feelings about them in any way like they're just a part of my body that i just i have no i have no feelings about them my nostrils do you know what i mean Mm. this whole idea that you must be like elated with your body and like so um so proud of it almost it's like can we not just be neutral can we not just be like i don't think about it i'm busy something that it makes me think of I love that so much. I completely agree with you. Something that it makes me think of is intuitive eating. Yeah. Quote unquote intuitive eating. In the think in the sense that that is essentially a quote unquote normal and healthy way of eating. Intuitive eating basically is you just you eat when you're hungry, yeah. And you don't worry too much about what it is and you're eating relatively like different things every day and you're getting the nutrients and you just call it a day whatever. You don't feel guilt and shame. There's like there's no there's not much feeling attached to food rather than hunger. It's not self-conscious. It's not going, oh my God. The thing that I struggle with with intuitive eating to grasp is it is essentially, as I, what I've just described, and should just be everybody's normal eating pattern. So I could put my hand up and say, yeah, I'm an intuitive eater. When really, I just have what I've just described, which is really what should be the ideal for everybody. So my thing with body neutrality is... Uh, I think I largely fit into body neutrality, but that's only because my body is neutral in the way that my body is the default. And so maybe there is a need for body positivity because we need Lizzo, whose body is not neutral and whose body is not the default. Obviously, that's a construct. Her body is is neutral it's what she was born with whatevs but society told us that Lizzo's body is not the neutral and so when somebody like Lizzo can be body positive it makes room for all of those people who have that body and even just a body that is subverting the default to then make way for a kind of free reign over okay well you can be body neutral then no matter what no matter if your body is inherently neutral you can't have body neutrality until everybody's bodies are neutral and inherently now in this world black bodies are not neutral we've set up a society where um fatness is not neutral so i think we need the the liberation like the actual act of like the empowerment of body positivity to move through um and level a playing field 
I think a big part of it is I've never ever had a moment where I've thought oh I've gained weight or all oh, my stomach isn't I don't have a 24 inch waist anymore I've I've really had a I think I've physically had a stable body and so that leaves room for a stable body image I think yeah I, I'm like it it is what it is like this is this is why I say I've been dealt a, a strong hand if I wanted to I could go mm. and be a fucking bikini model but I don't want to. But if I wanted to, I could. And I think there's so many girls out there who don't acknowledge that they could because you've been told that it's... And it's cool to be self-deprecating. You're only likeable if you hate yourself. Yeah. So why can I only... Why is it only okay for me to be told that I look a certain way? When I, I can just tell you. Let's just cut the shit. I, enough people have told me. The mirror tells me. The scales tell me. The fucking measuring tape would tell me too. And it all means nothing because so what? So coincidentally, society pr will praise me for my waist. Okay, well, I'm also lucky now that big brows are in. But if I was 10 years older, I would have been plucking my brows into oblivion and I wouldn't have fit in in that way. It's just coincidence. But I think women need to get to a place where they can be really just get a grip on what they actually look like. Because I think there's so much power in it. It's not so much to weaponize your body, but it's almost in the way that your body has been weaponized by white men. You need to go kind of sort of Gryffindor. You need to take it back. Appropriate. Take your body back. It is appropriation. I think that's why I love kind of the body positivity movement, even though I don't really slot myself into it. I love what that's doing for the world because it is essentially appropriating horrific messaging that we've received our entire lives and flipping it completely on its head and watching the fucking um insecure white boys of the world squirm and go she's fucking gross lizzo's i don't fucking like to look at cellulite all of this stuff is like yeah because you're fucking quaking in your fucking boots i don't care about it happening i just don't want to see it in my face yeah you're Shut shaking because you find her hot and you're confused or you're upset to see something that you didn't approve yeah taking a spot that you could never have owning power that you will never understand she didn't need your stamp of approval to start twerking on a stage and she's doing it and oh my god how the crowd is cheering i wonder if in a way she did yeah interesting i wonder what lizzo physically or i wonder what lizzo has had to sacrifice there's an amazing interview with lizzo um there are actually two amazing interviews with lizzo first of all that i i waited an igtv with her which is really great but also the one that i highly recommend is style like you if you know style like you god i fucking love them so much go on their youtube channel style like you like a little you <laughs> the letter you back in the day and they interviewed lizzo before she was lizzo she, she's wearing like this bright red wig it's for their what's underneath project and she like takes off an item of clothing every time they ask her a question and the questions are really personal at the end they always say like what's your favorite part of your body or something like that like one of the questions they ask and she starts crying because she's like my skin and she's never realized that the thing that's most weaponized mm. about her is her favorite thing about her. And then afterwards she wrote this amazing song called My Skin, which is stunning because she like realized in this interview about her skin, blah, blah, blah. And just this video is so interesting because she talks about when she kind of made the decision to um, stop dieting and stop trying to lose weight because she was in bed. I mean, I'm just going to recount the interview. She was in bed. She'd slept with this guy that she really was, she was seeing, she really liked him. And he was saying, my friends, she, he said to her, my friends think you would be way fitter if you lost weight because you've got really pretty you've got a pretty face and she was like fuck like I'm the smallest I've ever been I have lost 
so much weight. I've been dieting, starving myself and I am the smallest, smallest I could possibly be and it's still not good enough. Like it will never be good enough what they want. So I'll just be me. And I just think that is the most empowering fucking moment. It's kind of the moment Lizzo became Lizzo where it's just like, actually, if you don't fit that fucking ideal, they're never going to accept you. So you might as well fucking flip the ideal on its fucking head, somersault, somersault, and just be, then just fucking stand on a fucking stage and twerk and have, make millions and millions of dollars. This is why I think it's a waste of time for people like me to go, oh, but my, but my blah, blah, blah. the sooner you can be so much more helpful if you just understand all of the ways that you have been um quote unquote lucky to just fit in so easily into the world and what everyone wanted you to be and what the men wanted you to be but also i think that's the thing of you 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 do slot in but even when lizzo was slotting it exactly it's still not good enough it's still not good enough so I think even as the super privileged white women that we are that kind of, oh, I think I could lose weight here or I think I could get my bum more toned or whatever. We need to, on two, on two sides, acknowledge that we exist with immense privilege and it is not our role to be boosting ourselves up in this situation, but also acknowledging that we have been conditioned to... Hate yourself. Conditioned by lots and lots of, essentially a lifetime of like patriarchal messaging that has told us, yeah, but you're still not good enough. Even though you fit, you're not good enough. Like you're you're still fucking ugly. Still men don't want to fuck you. Like, but you should always want them to. Like all of this stuff. Happiness isn't external. No. The more you keep feeding yourself with external validation, you'll be absolutely starving hungry. Starving. It's not happiness and confidence doesn't come from actually physically what you look like but then still i speak to people and they're like oh yeah i'm counting calories and things like this and it's like god like we're miles off we're utterly miles off i'm speaking now am i yeah (laughs) god every time after we take a break we've just got to stop taking breaks i'm like what you just point at me like you go give you a nod um okay so i think we're gonna wrap this up i think body image is such a fucking huge subject that kind of also everyone has an opinion because everyone has a body like it's not as if unless we have some um sort of astral projecting souls involved yeah hey Hey, if you're listening from from the void welcome from the void but it's kind of like oh yeah when we talk about breakups or something it's like not everyone can relate but this is like pretty sure you have a body and pretty sure you have a complex relationship with it so or some kind of relationship your body will fit in somewhere yeah thanks for listening as usual you said you were gonna you said you were gonna say something funny thanks for all your beautiful messages i was getting into it it was not funny but (laughs) i was gonna say because i was gonna say it to you (laughs) tell your joke knock knock it's it's not funny but i was gonna say when we weren't recording and i thought oh quite nice for you guys to know as well i actually listened to the podcast the other day oh my god erin doesn't fucking listen i find it fucking rude i don't really listen to them because it makes me kind of ill Um, but then I thought, you know what, people seem to like this podcast, so I'm going to listen to it. And I thought, yeah, it's actually a fucking good podcast. Which one did you listen to? The last one that we did. Glow Ups. Nice. Glow Ups. Nice. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, this is good. I completely feel you though, because I edit them and I honestly sit there. I mean, the hours it takes to edit, but I sit there thinking, fucking hell, we're morons. Like, yeah, it's bad. Our voices are unbearable. Well, this is why I didn't like it. When I edited them, I was like, this is a chore. <laughs> well, it is, yeah, because you're cutting out every um and um. Yeah. But I was really impressed. Also, we do this really annoying thing, which I edit out. You guys won't know that we do this annoying thing or unless I've missed some. But before we start speaking, we go, 
um and it's like oh every cut every time it's like and i'm listening to each one it's like the worst asmr video of all time it's like oh god like <laughs> cutting us our voices it's awful so we do an annoying thing that you guys don't are not aware of fun fact hopefully don't know about thank you so so much for all of your messages as usual like all of your um interesting insight into body image um we'll definitely touch on more hopefully if we do another episode on this i would love to do an episode on i think we said this but i'd love to do an episode on like surgery like plastic surgery and shit like that i would love to because some of you mentioned things like that i just so you all have such interesting stories it's like god we could literally spend two hours i mean not even we could spend all day literally reading out your stories they're so interesting we never really struggle for topics because it's literally like there's so much going on in the world like god the world is big like there's so much going on that it's like yeah i i can't even can't move for topics stop talking like how do we pick one thing so but keep sending us your stuff because fucking hell i love to see your ideas thank you everyone for listening we'll leave leave us a review we've been getting some reviews and it's really fun some Oh, it's so heartwarming. It's honestly so heartwarming to get those Apple reviews. So go over to Apple. Even if you're on Spotify, I know you're fucking listening on Spotify right now, but go over to Apple, apple.com, the app. You know the app. You know the app store. You have <laughs> an app podcast. store, yes? Go there, type in High Priestess, down the bottom, five-star review, and then just write us a little thing saying Five-star review. <laughs> five stars, unless you... I- I'll leave the rating up to you, but I would say five-star podcast. Um, leave us a little thing. Just write like... Just write these words. So amazing, would highly recommend. <laughs> Send that in. If someone does that now, I'll die. I would actually love to know, even if you don't review, I would love to know what it is you like about the podcast. Because you're always like, oh, I love the podcast, I love the podcast. I'm like, why? Like, I would love to know why. What is it? Well, there was a funny time me and you had a conversation where I was like, yeah, because it's like a comedy podcast. And you were like, no, 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 it's not a comedy. And I was like, yeah, no, it's like a funny thing. Like they listen and laugh. And you're like, I don't think they do. I don't think people are laughing. At the time, people weren't really laughing. And I had like a bit of a crisis where I was like, oh wait I've been viewing this as like ba-dum-tsh. yeah <laughs> it's like, as a standard no, it's, not. it's like hard advice uh, well thank you guys yeah thank you so much off we go stick around see you next week see you next week can't wait for all your amazing reviews <laughs> bye right bye Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.